Time once again for Jack Farrell's Wine Chat. Jack Farrell, of course, from Haskell's on this beautiful Saturday morning. Good morning, Jack. Hi, Denny. How are you this morning? I'm doing quite well. I was thinking about you because I had a request from my uh, wife to do Jack Farrell's ribs tonight. So that's... (laughs) Thank you. She made it specific to Jack Farrell's ribs, so uh, we'll be doing we'll be doing that. But what in the meantime, what will we be talking about? Well, you know, today I thought I would talk about how to pick a wine tip when you're having a party. But then, you know, we had a couple of monumental events happen. The first being uh, uh, Gorbachev dying, and you know, Gorbachev on June third, nineteen ninety, came to Minnesota, and we had about oh four or five months to prepare for that. And I was very involved in his uh, visit here where he had lunch with Governor Rudy and uh, his wife Lola Perpich at the governor's residence. And it was really a highlight for Minnesota. It was the first time we ever had a a world leader uh, actually visit the state. And so everybody was a Twitter. They went at the governor's residence, my old friend Christine Eichheim put this together, and she got good fellows, or we got good fellows, I should say, to supply the chef. I supplied the wine, and of course, we, in preparation for Gorbachev's visit, we went over to the governor's residence, and they had nothing. I mean, they didn't even have proper dishes in there. So fortunately, Dayton's jumped into the breach, uh, approached their various suppliers, and we got dishes and silverware, etc. And of course, it became a real to-do thing. It was a ticket everybody wanted in the state, naturally, uh, and uh, it turned out to be just great. It was a wonderful menu. Uh, they started with pecan breaded walleye, and then veal medallions with a morel sauce and wild rice, and then minted sweet biscuits, which were just delicious and early summer berries, and we had great wines. Boyo Vineyards donated their Carnero Chardonnay, and Long Vineyards pitched in their Napa Chardonnay. And then Boyo, uh, George Latour, gave us a 10-year-old magnum of uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. It was just terrific. And then with the dessert, we had uh, Iron Horse Sparkling Wine, which was popular at the time. And so... Uh, it was a fabulous, fabulous event, and Minnesota really did itself proud, in my opinion, uh, hosting a world leader like that. We had no plans for it. Of course, one of the amusing stories about that is you get kind of friendly with the Secret Service and all that because there's a lot of pre-planning. And the Russian Secret Service, the old KGB, uh, were with, of course, Gorbachev. And then when Raya... Uh, Gorbachev went to South Minneapolis to visit a family for tea. She saw all these uh, driveways full of toys and clothes. And what was that? Well, it's garage sales. So the KGB guys went to the various garage sales, and the a Secret Service fellow told me they had to get another one of those big Aleutian aircraft to take home the truckloads of stuff that the various KGB guys went all around to dine in uh, Bloomington picking up at garage sales to take home because, you know, at the time, like I said, this is 1990, uh, Gognosk and all that hadn't occurred yet or was just starting, and the, they were short on consumer goods in Russia, so 
they filled up on that. Then, of course, with the Queen dying, Haskell's had a wonderful relationship with Simon Bowles Lyons, who was the Queen's uh, first cousin and the old Queen Mother's nephew. And a funny story connected with the royal family was early in the 70s, uh, Princess Anne wanted Chateau Bataille, which is a Pouillac from Bordeaux, to serve at her engagement party. And, of course, they weren't able to get any, and they discovered Haskell's had uh, 26 or 28 cases laying in Bordeaux, and I got a call from Buckingham Palace. Would I be willing to let that wine go? And, of course, I said, sure, and we sold it to them, etc. Now, bear in mind that wine never came to the United States. I owned it in France and sold it to them there. But what I found out years and years later is I could have applied for a royal warrant. And uh, a royal warrant, you see, when you go to London and all over England, in fact, all over the world, uh, by appointment to Her Majesty the Queen, and it, that means you sold something to the Queen. Well, we could have done that, but I, of course, was too dumb and naive, and that was 45, 50 years ago, a long time ago at any rate. So I never did get the royal warrant for us, but we could have had one. But that's our connection with the two monumental events that have occurred in the last time. Now let's talk a little bit more about something more practical, wine for all occasions. Uh, how do you pick a wine? Well, it isn't really hard. It depends on what the occasion is. If it's a dinner party, it's one kind of wine. If it's a picnic, it's another kind of wine, a housewarming party. Uh, so the type of event plays a big role in whatever wine you're going to pick. Uh, and it, it, also, you have to know what you're going to serve. Uh, you want a wine that will appeal to everybody. Uh, that means wine you may love, maybe like a Riesling, think it's great, but most people don't really care for Riesling anymore, which is unfortunate. But uh, So it's not a good idea to foist your favorite wine on everybody else. Uh, get something that has some universal appeal. And also, it's a good idea, in my opinion, to have two kinds of wines. There's a lot of people who only drink red wine, and there's a lot of people who only drink white wine. So it's a very good idea, in my opinion, to have one of each. And when you're buying wine for a big party, particularly a big party, you don't really want to break the bank. There's no point in buying a 30 or $40 bottle of wine for a big party because half the people there won't appreciate that. And so I always suggest to people that if you budget yourself around $15 for wine, and you can even go down depending on uh, whether the wine's on sale or not, uh, you'll find that that's a nice middle-of-the-road mark where people can afford it, and they'll have, uh, and there's a lot of wines to choose from at that level that are very, very good. Uh, a wine that's very, very good that isn't often countered is Muscadet from France. Some of you will know Muscadet because I always recommend it about the time of fishing opener. I think it's Muscadet is a perfect wine to have with a shore lunch, but it also is a nice reception wine, as are some of the Pinot Grigios from Italy are really good reception wines because they appeal to everybody. Uh, and with red wines, uh, uh, a Beaujolais or something light and fruity and easy, even the Bourgogne Rouge, uh, provided the Bourgogne comes from a, a good, well-established house, uh, you really 
won't be disappointed if you pick one of those wines. And like I say, Beaujolais is often overlooked. And, you know, another thing you can do when you're picking wine for a party is have a little fun. Have oversized bottles, uh, magnums. They look nice. They're festive. And usually they make some pretty good wines. And let's not forget, if we're having, there's another week or so left of summer, uh, a nice rosé can be awfully, awfully appealing to people. We were at an event a couple, three weeks ago, and they had white wine and rosé, and they tell me, the, the staff at the event, that the rosé outsold the white wine, or the demand was such, it wasn't for sale, it was a party, obviously, but the demand of the rosé wine was about two to one over the white wine. So that's how things have changed with that. Uh, and like I say, you want to avoid ostentatious wines. You, it just doesn't make any sense if you're serving wine at a big occasion to have a real fancy wine. Uh, if you want something festive, Prosecco is a very modestly priced wine that is <coughs> sparkling uh nuanced and whatever, and the same thing can be said of Spanish cavas. They're very inexpensive. They're very good for a big event. You know, it would be very foolish, unless you're just made of money, to pour a real French champagne. It's very hard to find one that's under $35, $40 a bottle. And uh, these sparkling wines from Italy, the Prosecco, and Spain, the cava, are very good, as you can find sparkling wines from other parts of France, Cremant de Bourgogne, and sparkling wines from other areas like Alsace, etc., make wonderful sparkling wines that are extraordinarily affordable and will please everybody. Uh, and again, one of the things to take into consideration is the season of the year where you're having this event. You know, obviously you want if it's going to be real hot, you want lighter, easier to drink wines, and usually wines that have a chill on them. If it's going to be cold, it calls for another one. But that's an important thing to consider, too. And like I said, the most important thing, I think, is your budget. Uh, you want to focus on wines, I think, $15 and under. There's a, lots of them to choose from. And don't forget, when you're picking wines for an event like that, you're usually buying... A uh, few cases, you should always ask for and get a discount by the case when you buy wines from any fine wine merchant. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't even think about that, but it's something to think about. Uh, the discounts are available, and you really should ask for them, particularly if you're buying in case quantities. But anyhow, there you go, some interesting little tidbits on uh, our association with the Queen, and of course, especially the wonderful experience of having Gorbachev and his wife here in Minnesota was something very, very memorable, at least for me, having been fortunate enough to be part of the planning for that. And I must say, God bless him, Rudy and Lola Perpich did a magnificent job of pulling everything all together, especially with the limited resources. And, of course, there was no budget for this. So we were able to do the whole thing thanks to our old friends at Dayton's and that <coughs> well under budget. And everybody was pleased with it. In fact, it was kind of funny. 
like I say, it was the hottest ticket in town on June 3rd, which was a Sunday in 1990. Uh, everybody in the state who was anybody wanted to meet Gorbachev. And uh, like I said, it was just a very memorable day for me. And I, I, of course, the, knowing that Simon Bulls Lions, the Queen's first cousin, was very interesting because you go the lowdown on everything. One of the most interesting stories is Princess Margaret came here for some doings, I think, at the Art Institute or something. And the ladies who were running it called me and wanted a very fine old sherry for her. I said, no, please, she needs vodka. Well, they were aghast. You can't mean that we want to put a coarse bottle of vodka in the princess's room. I said, well, that's what she does. She has three fingers of that before she goes out. And they just poo-pooed the idea. And then the princess arrived, and I got a rush phone call. The Marquette Hotel was brand new at the time, and the IDS uh, the could I rush over there a bottle of Stolichnaya for Princess Margaret? So we did, and the day was saved. <laughs> Great story. Well, Jack, uh, tell us about Haskell's for those that don't know. Uh, family run and, and a lot of locations, and you will be treated like royalty when you get there. Indeed you are. We love to talk about wines. We love to talk about pairing wines with food. And there's sure to be a Haskell's near you. Uh, where you can save big dollars on wine, whether you're having a big party or you just want a bottle of wine for dinner. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, one in Faribault right off at 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed, 22,000 square feet of wines from around the world. There's Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis with free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come in, Go to Haskells.com, and don't forget Haskells does deliver. And also, I might just throw in at the last minute here, we have a little room left on the next Saturday, the 17th St. Croix Luncheon and Wine Tasting Tour. Call any one of the Haskells for details on the St. Croix Luncheon Tour next Saturday, the 17th. But call soon, because they stop selling those tickets on Monday. Fantastic. Jack, thanks so much. Let's uh, talk next week. Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.